Hey guys, welcome to Before and After, a podcast about people's health and weight transformations. Today, I talked to my friend and old coworker, Brittany Asciola. She tried a variety of different workouts and diets, but finally found a routine that allowed her to lose 30 pounds in a year and a half. Now let's head to the show and hear her story. Hi, Brittany. Thanks so much for coming on to the show today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's great. It's one of my like last days with you at the I know, company. I'm sad. I know I'm kind of sad too. Like, yeah, I really liked it here, but you know, maybe we'll be podcast buddies. Yeah, we totally can. Uh, <laughs> I don't scar you from this experience. <laughs> you can come on again. You can come on again, and it'll be great. Perfect. <laughs> um, so maybe let's just start from the beginning. Tell sure. me about your life and how you got to where you were and okay. what happened. So my fitness journey started in, let's see, it started in uh, September 2016, I want to okay. say. Maybe end of August, beginning of September. Uh-huh. Um, and it actually started when Jennifer, our coworker, um, and I, we started ClassPass. Mm-hmm. I belonged to New York Sports Club at one point. I was doing CKO, which I loved uh-huh. too. And then the CKO gym, which was like two minutes from my apartment, ended up like closing down and the other one was all the okay. way uptown. So like I kind of stopped going to Oh yeah, to CKO. Hoboken, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah. So, and I was like, I was loving that workout. So I, I hadn't really gotten back into a routine after that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's when Jennifer and I joined ClassPass and it was awesome. Like we were going to classes together. Mm-hmm. You're able to try a bunch of different things. So we were trying different yeah. like spinning classes. We tried like boot camp style classes. Like, can you just like explain what ClassPass is? I don't Oh like. yeah, so class pass. I think we may have started at like the ten class a month or twenty class a month, mm-hmm. and eventually worked our way up to like unlimited. But what essentially class pass is, you like download an app and you can pick location or the type of workout you're looking for. So maybe you're looking for like a bar type class or um, or a spinning type class or. Uh, a boxing type class you can filter it however you want and it essentially um, whatever studios or gyms work with class pass appear on class pass you can book a class through there okay so what's cool about it is you know depending on the location that you're in it's very flexible maybe i don't know you're you know you work in midtown but you're like meeting friends downtown and you wanted to go to a class before like it's, it's very flexible in that regard it's flexible mm-hmm. you know maybe you want to change up your workout a lot and you don't want to like marry yourself to one gym It again, it gives you the opportunity to try out different workouts to kind of figure out what works best for you. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's that's kind of the the gist of ClassPass. But um, so that's what we started doing, and I it it just got me to work out just because I was never I was never bored with what I was doing. So if I wanted to just do a spin class or do a bar class or do a boot camp class or something, Mm -hmm. I could do all that just through through ClassPass. So was there a certain class that you loved the most or that you went to the most? Um, so there was one class, it's like a, a boot camp style class. It was a lot of, it was like strength training with mm-hmm. like dumbbells, um, incorporating with some high intensity interval training. Okay, cool. Um, with uh, this instructor, Courtney Paul. Um, so he was awesome. He like really kicked Oh, I butt. expected it to be a girl. So <laughs> my bad. Oh yeah. <laughs> Common misconception. No, yeah. He'll he'll kick your butt. So with class pass, it also like limits you to the how many times you can go to a certain studio to uh-huh. three times a month. But I was you know definitely doing his classes as much as I could through class pass. Mm-hmm. That was like the big one that I stuck to. Uh huh. So it was a combination of 
getting into a regular workout routine with class pass. Mm-hmm. Something else that I started doing was intermittent fasting. Okay, so what exactly? I've heard of it, yeah. but I really don't know anything about um, it. So there's a, a great science behind it, and I'm sure I won't get it right, but there's, there's like a super quick book you can read on it, but the story behind it is, like, if you go back to, like, cavemen, you know, they weren't eating three meals a day. It was, you pretty much hunted all day until you killed something or found something to eat, and then you just had, like, one big meal a day. Um, So that's kind of, like, the the thought behind it, I guess, is our bodies weren't built to, like, have three meals a day. Mm -hmm. Um, So with intermittent fasting, you essentially aren't eating for, like, a set number of hours. So it can be, like, for example, if you have dinner at, like, six o'clock the night before, then you can not eat again until one o'clock or two o'clock the Mm-hmm. Um, the next day uh, so it's I forget what the range is as far as the the number of hours but um, but you essentially like reach like optimal fasting between I think it's like anywhere between like 16 to 18 and like 24 hours oh okay yeah 24 so, so you wouldn't eat for 24 hours it would be essentially like six to six so if you oh. don't eat yeah if you have dinner from like six o'clock then you could also like not eat until six o'clock or find that like 16 to 24 hour range so you could also just have your first meal at like one or two o'clock in the afternoon please take caution if you decide to try intermittent fasting many scientific journals note the dangers of trying this diet again we are not nutrition experts just regular people trying to lose weight so i got into that it's an adjustment at first a lot of people i tell about it are like oh my god the first thing i have to do is eat when i get up how can you not eat breakfast and I mean, you pretty much have, like, water, tea, and black coffee, and you get used to it. So you can have liquids, but you can't have any actual right. solid food. Yeah, okay. I think the rule is, like, you're supposed to stay under 30 calories okay. in order to stay, like, fasting. Okay. Um, so I was doing that, and then, I mean, wasn't really following, like, a, a strict, like, portion control diet. I think I was starting to eat a little bit healthier, but um, I was pretty much just doing like working out intermittent fasting. And with intermittent fasting, you could eat whatever you want just within that time period? I mean, pretty much. Like, that's (laughs) the rule. There are some like Facebook videos or YouTube videos of guys who do intermittent fasting and will within the time period that they eat, eat like 24,000 or 2,400 calories. I've seen that video yeah. of the guy and he's eating like, and he's, he's like, not he's wearing ripped, anything. And he's ripped. Yes. It's I've so seen that crazy. video. <laughs> yeah, it is. But that's, I mean, so I don't do the 24 hour one every day. I'll do it yeah. once in a while, but, okay. um, I probably do more like the 16 to 18 hour range, um, which I pretty, pretty much do almost every day. And you know? is intermittent fasting mostly for people who work out at night or in not no, in the morning. You can do a fasted workout, and uh-huh. again, it, it sounds like scary at first, but it's honestly not. I mean, I still like I still feel strong when I work out. Really? I, I feel good when I do it. Do you think there's like a time, like maybe the first one or two weeks, like was it really hard, and then it got easier? Oh, or? definitely. Because okay. I mean, you, you know, you're you're adjusting your body. It was maybe a little bit easier for me because I was never a huge breakfast person. Okay. I would have maybe like an apple or something in the morning, which. You know, it was not great, but, um, so it was probably a little bit easier for me. So it'll probably take a little bit longer for folks who are, you know, used to just waking up and like having a, a real breakfast mm-hmm. every day, but you definitely, I mean, you definitely get used to it. Okay. So I was doing that for a while and then like a couple things happened. So the class pass actually 
Sorry, ClassPass, but it's true. ClassPass <laughs> did away with their um, unlimited package. I heard about that. Yeah. Like, I heard it was a huge uproar. It was a huge everyone. uproar. Because yeah. anyone who you spoke to about ClassPass were like, it was. they were always like loyal people. And I mean, I used to promote it a lot and like tell people about it and how awesome it was. And it was just really disappointing when they did away with that package. Mm-hmm. I mean, they gave you a few months to kind of adjust. It was like they like made the announcement and then for three months, if you were already like a member, they kind of grandfathered you in for a little and then eventually brought you down to like 20 classes a month for like the same price that you were at and then eventually 10 classes. And I mean, it's not it's also not cheap. So at, yeah. at some point I was just like, I don't know, this is kind of disappointing that it did that. But I really started enjoying the Courtney Paul classes through ClassPass and was like a little disappointed that I could only go to, I could only use the class to go to him three times a month because that's all they would allow you for in Mm -hmm. ClassPass. So I started, in addition to my ClassPass classes, I would buy classes at the gyms that he would train at or studios that he would train at. Um, So I started going to a lot of his classes regularly. And I imagine ClassPass when they first started out were trying to get these gyms to say, hey, like you should be on here so people will end up like oh totally no it's for... it's a great way for someone to try out your studio or gym or an mm-hmm. instructor um without like fully committing to like an, an annual contract with them or something yeah so i started going to, to courtney paul a lot and i even he sometimes has challenges like a month challenge with him where he'll do like before and after pictures he'll do oh, like nice. before and after measurements He'll do like a before and after fitness test with like number of push-ups and dips and burpees that you could do. So I, I started doing his challenge and you have to text him every single thing that you eat. How many people are in this challenge usually? It, I mean, it varies per month. He would promote it just through like the studios that okay. he, he would just like announce it at the end of the class. I think I was doing it with one other person for that challenge. So, and also at the same time that I wanted to start doing this challenge with him, I also started doing the keto diet. Okay. So you're doing like so many oh different God, things. So many things. So the keto diet is um, super low carbs, super high fat and moderate protein you would have like a set number of carbs, protein, and fat that you would have to meet a day, the number of grams that you would have to meet a day. So I would start tracking those macros through uh, using my fitness pal. So yeah, it was a combination of doing the keto diet um, and doing the challenge with with Courtney Paul. Definitely saw results with keto. Mm -hmm. Um, It's it's definitely like a kind of screws with your mind because you're so used to staying away from fats or like always being told have non-fat or low fat and in this one you're like fat 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 i just imagine you eating so many avocados because that's like a healthy fat avocados i would literally at the end of the night if i didn't meet my fat grams i would just take shots of olive oil there were things (laughs) there were things called fat bombs i would look up fat bomb recipes on pinterest and i would it would it's pretty much a certain amount of butter and coconut oil so it's not like you can mix it with chocolate and make a sweet dish you had to be super low on your carbs so you would have to use a little bit of like cocoa powder or something or Mm -hmm. like splenda because like you couldn't get like any of the sugar so you had to be i was was trying to be really creative um really creative with it and a couple of our coworkers started doing it too so i'd make us keto cookies and keto fat bombs and stuff and um so that was interesting i probably lost about like 
six pounds doing it. Okay. Um, and over what? what time period? Uh, I probably did it for a month and a half, I would say. Wow, that's a lot for a month yeah. and a half. I think. It's hard. If you can really stick to it, it's good. For me, a lot of um, where you would get your fat from would be like a lot of dairy, and I'm not... I don't like naturally eat a lot of dairy, so it was like kind of hard for me. And I eventually stopped it and didn't see it as like sustainable because Mm -hmm. the whole, again, another science behind it was you eventually get your body into a state of ketosis. Ketosis is a metabolic state that's a result of metabolizing fat to provide energy. And I've heard of this, and you're like, breath smells weird or something like that? I have that problem. I'm sure people did, though. But yeah, so that's like, you know, you have to kind of eat in this regimen in order for your body to stay in a state of ketosis. And after, like, a while, you can incorporate one cheat day or cheat meal on the weekend. Otherwise, it would kind of kick your body out of it. So it was was good. Like, I'm glad I tried it, but for me, it wasn't sustainable. Mm Mm-hmm. But what I did like about keto was it taught me about counting macros. So that was kind of the next thing that I went into was getting away from like the super low carb, really high fat Um, diet was just counting macros. So you can, you know, search like bodybuilding.com and go to a a macro calculator. Uh, You know, you enter your, your body weight, how often you're active, what are your goals? What do you want to get to? Is it muscle gain? Is it fat loss? And then it'll let you know how many macros you should be having a day. Okay, cool. So how many carbs, fat, and protein. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you track it in MyFitnessPal. I started sticking with that, and I love that, and that's what I've been doing. Mm -hmm. Also, um, Courtney Paul loved his workouts, was getting to be a a little expensive. And I was still, I still had about like 10 classes that I was using um, from ClassPass since I was still grandfathered in. Mm -hmm. And what I started doing was I would you can book like a a gym time. So I'd go to like the 24 hour fitness and I started trying heavy lifting. Mm -hmm. And I pretty much was just using class pass to go to gyms and lift. So finally I was like, when I finally finished class, yeah, when I finally finished class pass though, I was like, okay, I need to join a gym. Like all I'm doing, I'm not even going to any other classes anymore. I'm just going to use gym time. So I ended up joining crunch gym and and now I, and now I just lift. That's all I do. How did you decide on weightlifting? I think, like, speaking with certain, like, coworkers about it who are, like, also into fitness. Also, just looking at a bunch. I mean, I follow, like, a bunch of fitness accounts on Instagram. And a lot of a lot of those, like, fit girls will have before and after pictures. And in the before picture, they still have, like, a great body. But <laughs> in the before picture, I mean, they looked great, but they would always have a caption of high cardio, minimal lifting, or like minimal strength training. And then the after picture, their body looked even more amazing and just so much more toned and just had like great muscle and a nice butt and slender waist and all. And typically, whenever they would caption that, it would be like very minimal cardio and like just heavy lifting. So just looking at that and like the body that I want, I saw that, you know, I don't need to run on the treadmill for 45 minutes or, you know, whatever people think that you have to do um, in order to get that body. It was just just heavy lifting. And since I've done it, it's entirely changed my body, my body composition. How has it I've... changed your body? Do you notice that your arms are bigger or smaller? Or <sighs> yeah, my, um, I definitely have more of a butt. Booty gains. Super <laughs> proud of it. Um, um, I've noticed my arms are more toned. It's defined me in certain areas that 
I never even really noticed that I wasn't defined or I kind of had some fat and it's just, um, there's definitely more definition there. It's also, my waist is more slim. Yeah, it's been, it's been kind of like my love child now. <laughs> nice. I feel like I've, you know, I always do weightlifting. Mm-hmm. I do like high intensity interval trainings or lifts like dumbbells and things like that. But I have a lot of fat. <laughs> I will say I have fat. So like, I always think I need to do a lot of cardio to just melt that off mm-hmm. and do the weightlifting too. What do you think about that? Um, I, I do agree. I think heavy lifting is awesome. I think if you are still looking to lose weight, then incorporating some type of cardio I yeah. think is beneficial. Right now I'm back to a point where I need to start incorporating <laughs> cardio, packed on a little holiday weight, need but to lose that. Yeah, but, but I but feel like yeah. when you get to a point where, you know, you're like, I really just want to tone up. I don't really think I need to like lose that much more weight. I think just heavy lifting is the way to go. And mm-hmm. pretty much what I want to get into again, I have some weight to lose now, but I'm going to continue with heavy lifting. I see great results with it, mm-hmm. but maybe just incorporate a little bit of cardio just to kind of help me. Yeah. Trim some of that fat. Gotcha. And then, so were you creating a plan yourself or did you find plans online to help you with your workouts? Um, I, I use bodybuilding.com just to kind of get some ideas for workouts, but I pretty much put some together myself. Um, so I use Fitlist. So it's an app that you can you can create workouts. So at first I was using a spreadsheet and I would just map out like, okay, these are the exercises I wanna do on like legs and butt day. These are the exercises I wanna do on arms day. Same with like chest, back and shoulders. And then I would kind of monitor every day that I was going and, and how many reps I was doing and sets and the weight that I was doing just to see my progress. Um, turns out there are plenty of apps that do exactly that and you don't have to recreate the wheel every time. So it's like 1995 with your like yeah, printed out exactly. piece of paper. And it's funny because some people at the gym will literally go with a notebook and really? yeah, <laughs> can't break away from that, I guess. But so I started using this app and you can create whatever workouts that you, so it's like seven exercises that you want to do. You can already like preset the number of sets that you want to do and the number of reps that you want to do. And then you can just go in and, you know, if you're increasing weight every time, you could see what you did the time before to maybe, you know, maybe you're feeling a little bit stronger that day that you can increase it. So that's how I track it now. So, um, yeah, so I have a, those are like my three days of going and I'm actually, what I'm trying to do now is add a second leg day. I actually want to start doing a second leg day, maybe not lifting, but doing it with like resistance bands. Okay, cool. So you work out now three times a week, different parts of your body? Uh, Yes, three times a week. And then I also play soccer. So that's what I use for like like your cardio. Yeah, that's my cardio. So um, (laughs) so there's normally like three days a week for that stuff, one day for soccer, and then I'm going to try and incorporate another leg day. Very cool. Are yeah. you trying to get like a good butt or something? I've yes, that is my goal. <laughs> I want a, I want a nice big butt. I really want to be Kylie Jenner, but that's ultimately it. That mm, I know everyone says that. She did not I'm gain just, that at the gym. I know that. <laughs> no, 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 a less a less Sorry. dramatic version. Yeah, you know, just like the hourglass mm-hmm. shape. That's um, that's my goal. My cousin actually, he does weightlifting, and he's done mm-hmm. he's done some weightlifting challenges. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So, do you also have a goal of how much you can bench and things like that too? 
I don't think so. For a while, I, I think I was, like, conservative with the weight that I was lifting just because I just wanted to see, like, what I was at. Mm-hmm. Um, so for a while, I was, like, every time I was going to the gym, I was increasing weight, increasing weight. Now that's kind of plateaued. Mm-hmm. I will get stronger where, like, maybe, like, the third time I go to the gym and do legs, I'm able to add, like, five more pounds to, like, a leg press or something. But it's definitely at a slower pace. I'm not looking to be, like big and bulky I do just want to be toned so it's yeah for me it's not about you know because there are people who will go to the gym Mm -hmm. and and they'll do certain workouts what is like your one rep max like if you just do like one squat what what can you do like 300 pounds that's not really a goal of mine Uh um I do when I'm doing sets I'll do about like 12 reps if I can do 15 then I'm probably at the point where I can probably increase a little bit more weight okay Um, but I try to do like 10 to 12 reps yeah I'm not trying to just I don't know, go all out with one rep and yeah. see what my max is. Yeah. I feel like it all depends on like what you're looking for because yeah. people are mm-hmm. looking for such different things and they totally. lose weight too. So it's, I find that interesting. Now that you've discovered that you like weightlifting, mm-hmm. have you ever gotten through a roadblock or anything like that? Did you, was there oh, any troubles yeah. that you've gone through trying to? Definitely. I mean, over the holidays, took a lot of time off from the gym. <laughs> over the holidays, also just ate whatever the hell I damn please. But not not that bad I would say because that's actually why I love weightlifting is I feel like I get such a good workout every time I do it and and yeah it's hard when you're doing it but it's not impossible and you don't have to like psych yourself up of okay I'm gonna go to the gym and do like 100 burpees where like if you're like tired or like really not in the mood like you're probably not gonna go to the gym and do it Mm -hmm. whereas with lifting I find myself uh, I don't know I just I'm always I never talk myself out of going or don't want to go because it's a workout I can get through and I'm still seeing like awesome results with it it's not like I'm copping out and just walking on like the elliptical for 20 minutes or something like, yeah yeah so it's I found like it's something I could really stick to yeah I find that half of it is just trying to find the right workout for you because totally. if you could go on the treadmill and you can lose a lot of weight but if you don't like doing it you're not gonna exactly, go exactly. and you're not gonna want to I yeah. yeah so many people will be like oh, I have to join a gym, but it's like, okay, well, do it if you're going to go. If you yeah. just want to join a gym because you're like, oh, I have to go to the gym more, I mean, you have to find something that works for you. So mm-hmm. um, if you don't like weightlifting, then don't join a gym. Find something else. Try pure bar classes or spin classes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if, if you're not going to stick to it or if it's not something you like, you're not going to do it. Yeah. How much weight have you lost since you started weightlifting? Let's see. Well, since, like, I started... My journey, I your guess. Before. My so before. So what was your before and um, then what was your after? Let's see. Since that time, okay, between the time that I started and my lowest weight, which I'm not at right now. That's fine. We got the rest of Yeah, that's fine. So that's 30 pounds. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So that's the total. I'm up a little bit right now, so we won't go there. But it's, between that time, yeah. it's 30. So you lost 30 pounds mm-hmm. after how much time? Let's see. That was probably... Yeah, July 2016, I probably, I would say. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of weight in a little amount of yeah. time. And it was, I mean, it was gradual, and there were, like, kind of ebbs and flows of, like, where I was losing a lot of weight and then kind of maintaining mm-hmm. or slowly. Um, but now i got to get back to, back, get back to losing it. <laughs> <laughs> when we always, especially over the holidays, it's oh, like, God. you don't want to. There was, there there's was too much no, cake to be eaten. Yeah, there like, was no holding back. <laughs> yeah, and it's all about moderation, too, mm-hmm. so you have to enjoy the good times, too. So. Absolutely. As long as you're aware, like, oh, I need to get back into it, and you actually got back into it, exactly. Solid. So, mm-hmm. um, and then, do you have any like tips for people who want to weight lift at all, or just, um, just starting out? I guess use 
use people that you know for ideas or advice. I mean, even like my friends have seen like my before and after or seen where I've come and you know, they're always like, what have you been doing? What have you been doing? I'm like, weightlifting, like I'll give you my exercises. I'll show you how to do it. Like I just visited a friend of mine in Boston and we both wanted to go to the gym like over the weekend. So I showed her, I showed her my leg routine, but that's what I think it is. It's learn routines from other people like start small like obviously again don't go in there thinking you have to like bench 100 pounds it's mm-hmm. just about sticking to something um but definitely you know do your research look at you know research routines um i mean don't be afraid to like hire a coach and help you that's actually yeah. something that i'm gonna look into um i think i've educated myself a lot on good workouts to do and I think I've put together like some good routines myself but I don't know enough to say like okay I really want to see more definition in this part of my arm or yeah like I just put a leg routine together I don't know if I'm overdoing it or if I'm Mm -hmm. even targeting the right places you know so like you didn't go to school for exactly I don't I don't know enough I mean I to really target specific areas um so I mean that's something you know if you you really don't know then kind of like use resources see what's out there Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, cause that's even something I'm, I'm looking into myself. Yeah. Try out, just find something that works for you. There isn't one thing that works for everyone. I've found what works for me. So it's been weightlifting and counting macros and, um, and I love it, but, um, and try to educate yourself too. That's, I think that's important. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for, thank you for having me being on here. I appreciate it. Have a good day. Thank you. And that's Brittany's story. If you're interested in any of the apps or sites Brittany mentioned throughout the show, check out the show notes. Remember to subscribe and rate the podcast. And if you have your own story to tell, email me at beforeandafterthepodcast at gmail.com or slide into my DMs on Instagram at beforeandafterpodcast. Thanks for listening. See you next time.